0: Prepare to have knowledge bestowed upon you. Here comes the number one podcast for Dynasty Fantasy Football half PPR ten and twelve man leagues. No, the Fantasy Pod Fathers shaved. I did a, did the shave this week yesterday. Ooh, actually, nice. Yeah, that's nice. What I was hoping to have the camera working because uh, I did the friendly mutton chops. Yeah, you know, you know what that that yeah. consists of, where mm. the, the chops and then they meet. In the middle, of like they're shaking hands below your nose. So I uh, <laughs> showed my wife yesterday and she said, did you do that for the podcast? And that's when I realized she has no idea how a podcast works. <laughs> like, yep, shaved the beard for the so, audio format. Yes.
1: So she's not she's not one yeah. who you have to worry about listening to. The podcast so much. No,
0: no, that's not. I don't think it's going to be a concern. Going to tune in to see my moustache. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god! Are we yeah, ready help? to roll? Or? Um, you
1: take a sip of water. Oh, damn! Clear, <clears throat> clear the phlegm out the throat. <clears> throat> All right. On throat> that note, let's kick her off, huh?
0: <clears throat> yeah. Van <clears throat> <Ben> Gundy, y'all, y'all, ha, Van Gundy. All right. <clears throat> that phlegm is just going to hang in there the whole episode again. <clears throat> Damn it with a stick. All right. Welcome to the Fantasy Pod Fathers, the podcast dedicated to ten and twelve man dynasty football using half PPR as our scoring format. And as always, no kickers. Um, Well, this is the part where I usually ask you how your week went, but uh, that question doesn't really work for two reasons. You don't really have games, and uh, the games that are going aren't really finished.
1: Yeah, it's Tuesday, and we're watching football that we record per usual. We're on this nice run of eight out of ten days we have football.
0: Oh, I know! Don't you love the Tuesday night doubleheader like we always have? Oh, I love it.
1: Um, yeah, you know it's one. It's one of those things where uh, it's hard to justify it to your spouse on <laughs> <all> these weeks. <laughs> well, it's just
0: weird now. It's yeah. like, oh, I, I really don't like it. It's not good for my stress. Like I don't feel like I'm getting good sleep. I, I want some finality here. You, I'm, I'm very much up in the air as you know
1: yeah you are yeah um it's been kind of fun watching my week and i'll catch up on uh your games i know where where one of them sits um i lost uh last night in the one league i played in
0: uh,
1: put up a lot of good points but came up four points short went into the game with delvin cook uh head-to-head with david montgomery what made it even better for me was the game was going on while I was sitting at a high school orchestra concert, <laughs> um, which is double painful. Um, you've never uh, experienced a loss to atonal jingle bells. Uh, it's, it's a sweet, sweet, uh, painful moment.
0: Well, let me just say, I, I've taken some big losses during three and a half hour dance recitals. where I'm uh, only able to sneak updates between acts and I can't yell fuck. So it, uh, yeah, I've I've, I've felt your pain. Uh, Second 10-man. Big 10 Dynasty football. A 10-man full PPR dynasty with a practice squad. I actually just took a lead in the game because he had Tyler Higby in that tight end. That one should be locked up. I've got one right now where I'm holding a lead. But uh if Rashad Penny puts up a huge night, I could still lose this. It's like uh it's like seventy-four to fifty-five right now. Well, you're probably okay. Well then you know, as of course the nasty is my closest game, um, where I'm just trying to eke out uh a win, hoping that I can pull the old wide receiver siphons off all the quarterback yeah. points. Um if Metcalf can do that for me with Wilson. Uh, I think I can pull this one out, too. I, I have potential to to win all three in very thrilling fashion.
1: Yeah, yeah. You uh, you win, went into that game up nine points, and currently with nine minutes left in the third quarter, you're up nine points.
0: I've been telling people I'm a Jedi for a long time. Sizzling hot takes. But I just got to say, this week I, I pulled it. The guy had Thielen in his lineup and got pinched. Didn't get the swap out in time. Um, That's in my 12-man. So I'm going to wind up winning that one. My second 10-man, he got bit with Higby. That league has daily waivers. So by the time Higby was called out, he didn't have time to put in a waiver claim that would clear. <laughs> so he had no hope. And I just had like a full 24 hours to soak that one in. You Knowing I needed three points out of Metcalf. And, and then this thing, um, uh, <laughs> I had guys going for and against in every league. It was very tense, but I managed it just right. And I'm going to pull them all three out. And I think that is my closing statement on my thesis that I am a Jedi. <laughs>
1: Well very very well done. Um, the way it stands, uh, <clears throat> if you do win in the nasty The Nasty.
0: A ten man half PPR dynasty featuring practice squad.
1: We will not play each other unless we both make it to the championship. So uh,
0: <sighs> that would that would be great for the pod, wouldn't it?
1: It certainly <laughs> would. We would one of us would be so bitter. The other one would be so joyous. Let's talk about the the grossness of, of this week. Because it was it was pretty, pretty gross, I gotta say. Like scoring wise. Yeah. Just oh my goodness. Like it, yeah. It's gross. Uh, just to give you an idea of like how gross it was. The number one quarterback uh was Tyler Huntley, back of quarterback for the Ravens. And the number one running back was Duke Johnson.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: You had Travis Kels, which is obvious at tight end, he finally showed up. And then you had um, Tyreek Hill. So the Chiefs both showed up pretty well. But then um, they did what we'll be talking about during this podcast. They're like, hey, let's all go out and celebrate. And now they're both on the COVID list. So not sure if you even have them next week. So, um, what what do we do here when you've got these stars that uh, all of a sudden go on COVID? Now, you're talking about Higby uh, hurt the fellow you're playing against. It cost him a win in a playoff
0: game. I was down three with Higby versus Metcalf. I don't yeah. like my odds if I'm him, but I have a chance. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. went to zero. And like I said, 24-hour waiver claim, he sat there hands tied. We should talk
1: about this strategy because um, it's going to come up. And, and uh, I think where we can start this is just talking about this idea of we'll, – we'll take it from the nasty s- standpoint. We start three wide receivers in that league. If you got three and you feel good about them, you better have four, and you better have your eye on number five possibly. Right. The way this is going, we could be getting multiple players the morning of or the day before – uh, with COVID.
0: Yeah. And depending and, on how your waivers are set up that, that you may or may not be able to do something about it. Right.
1: Yeah. That's brutal. I have not yet been bit by COVID too bad. I had a Devonte Adams thing that happened to me.
0: I've actually had the opposite experience every time I've been in a position where I've had to make A tough call, bringing a guy back from IR. Somebody was going to have to get cut. It was like, boop, okay, that guy's on COVID. I'm going to swap him out, and it's going to save me making a very, very difficult decision. One that uh, we've got a segment that helps you deal with that, that exact thing. If you got guys, and especially right now with this whole COVID mess happening, you might have to make a decision very short notice, pull the trigger, snap decision, And that's when uh, Long or Gone is going to come in handy. Long or Gone! And I've got to make some
1: of these decisions this week. Um, So let's talk about some of those guys you might have on your roster. Again, we we, uh, take this from a dynasty standpoint. So the first guy uh, we're going to name at the quarterback position might be like, well, of course he's gone, which, yes, of course he's gone in a redraft league, but uh, from a dynasty standpoint, it's not so easy especially if you're playing in a 12-man league. So let's take the, um, the quarterback formerly known as Danny Dimes. And uh, I think we should probably call him maybe Danny Nichols now or something. He hasn't dropped dimes in quite a while. Let's let's put a scenario out there for the people, and, and I'll, uh, I'll use the, the situation that I'm in. I have Chris Godwin. I was really counting on him to to uh, help me in the playoffs next week. Of course, he tears his ACL. He's out for the year. I, I have Daniel Jones on my bench, and I really need a wide receiver to replace him. Can you, can you cut Daniel Jones? Do you feel okay with it?
0: I've got a little bit of stock in him in 12-man. Uh, yeah, he's one of those restricted free agents. He didn't come up in the show last week because he's not clearly going to be on the market. But there, that little bit of uncertainty adds some flux to it. Mm-hmm. Is he going to be in New York? Is he going to be somewhere else? Is anywhere else going to improve his stock? Does he get a starting gig? A lot of question marks. All that being said, the age... Uh, I, I'm going to hang on to him long-term. Long. I'm going to at least see how next year shakes out. He's got a lot of physical talent. He's uh, underrated as a runner. So I, I'm willing to gamble. I can throw him on IR. I'll cut some you know, 28-year-old running back I was trying to hang on to. I don't believe he's a giant.
1: I, I do wonder next year if a team gives him a chance to be their starter or not. It kind of has that, like that feel of like what Carolina did with Sam Darnold last year, that Daniel <clears throat> right. Jones could fall where where a team's like, well, we really need some other pieces to build around. It's not just the quarterback we're missing, so maybe why not? We'll give this guy a shot. I'd try to hold on to him if I could, but if I really, really can't, and we're talking playoffs right now, I, I would think he might be a guy that I could cut and then put on my – don't forget about this guy in early uh, season next year, and see if I couldn't bring him back on my roster.
0: It, he becomes a lottery ticket, and and that's uh, sometimes those are fun to hang on to through the off season. Yep, we're both saying long.
1: long. If you really have an empty hole and it's the playoffs, of course you get you can't just be like I'm not gonna get a guy because I want to keep Daniel Jones.
0: Yeah, and and this is kind of more from a ten man perspective. Um, where the rosters are going to be a little bit tighter. Just from the age standpoint, give it a go. Yep.
1: Well, let's move on to the running back position here. I've got a guy that I, I he's on my roster, and I do need to make this decision. Um, it's a hard decision to make, but h- how do you feel about Miles Gaskin?
0: Well, it seems like uh, is he's got some relevance the last few weeks.
1: Right. Um, well, let me give you his, would you like his total the last few weeks? Oh yeah, yeah. He had 17 points. He had 18 points. He had five points, and he had five points. Okay. It is really hard to tell with guy like Miles Gaskins because that Dolphins offensive line is so bad, right? But here, here's my big concern about Miles Gaskin. We've been saying that all year that like Miles Gaskins maybe. The offensive line is so horrible; they can't ever get the running game going. Except, look what Duke Johnson just did.
0: Yeah, that doesn't uh, it doesn't speak well. So
1: it was against the Jets, but Miles Gaskins was, was active. And so, if a team has Miles Gaskins active, Gaskins had ten carries for fifty-four yards. It's it's, not, it's a pretty good line, but Duke Johnson outcarried and outperformed him easily in that game. Which is, uh, whoo, that's a tough one. I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait for you to give me your opinion on this before I decide.
0: Uh, he's got a feel of James Robinson. Mm. Like a guy that's came in, kind of overperformed, been an all-right fantasy player, and is just waiting to have his job taken by a free agent or a rookie. He plays
1: New Orleans next week, so you wouldn't dare start him there. And then in the final game, he plays Tennessee. So, really, we're talking next year. Is Miles Gaskin going to be a starter anywhere next year? He's...
0: Well, this could be one of those emergency situations, too, where you lose a guy mm-hmm. and, and you like. I don't know that that's depth you can give up right now, but that's going to be like a roster specific thing. I think you got to hang on to him just for the depth. Yeah, I
1: guess you got to go long here with this guy, too. Oh! Well, this so far has not helped me. Um, <laughs> Okay, uh, we've got a guy here by the name of Brian Edwards out of Las Vegas. He's 23 years old. He's 6'3". There's a lot of hype on him when he got drafted. uh, He came in in the Henry Ruggs draft, where Ruggs was clearly the the early pick, and then Edwards went a few rounds later. He hasn't performed when he's been given the shot. I think he's got three touchdowns, 500 yards on the season. But he'll be going into his... third season next year what do you think brian edwards in a dynasty do you think you can uh, cut bait at this point or do you got to wait one more year on him
0: well if you're making a championship run otherwise you know if you're out then uh yeah ditch ditch gaskin and yeah <laughs> hang, on, hang on to the young wide receiver
1: i mean with with rugs going out and um brian edwards has had every chance to prove that he can be the guy He's almost so far this season proved that he can't be the guy. It's just the age, the only thing that keeps him for me. So, yeah. Yep, yep.
0: This is another one of those situations, though, uh, almost like Daniel Jones, only where not the player in flux, but the team is completely in flux. And what's going to happen there, head coaching on down the line? If you're eliminated, stash him. He's another lottery ticket and, and see what you get. Yep.
1: Last guy we have on our list, tight end out of Seattle, uh, Gerald Everett, or Jerry, as I like to call him. <laughs> you guys uh, is tight. Oh, we're so tight. If we do the same uh, Pilates class together. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Hey Jerry, looking that abs <laughs> looking tight this week.
0: Yeah, how's that core coming, buddy? Yeah,
1: been doing some bun tightening. I see. It's impressive. <laughs> You know, he, he's the tight end for the Seahawks. He's he's like one of those fringe guys where the tight end position is so terrible uh, this year that it's hard to let a guy go. Um, he's 27 years old. Bring up his biggest game of the year here. Just kind of see it.
0: You got the measurables on him handy? He's 6'3", 240.
1: Season to date, he's got 36 catches, 294 yards, and three touchdowns.
0: So Um, it sounds like you're describing Evan Ingram to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's had one game, two games over 10 points this year. He's got three touchdowns. So I think if I really needed someone, I could be gone with Gerald Everett because I'm not going to probably want to start him in the the playoffs. And you can almost – Just throw a dart at the tight end position and get that production randomly off the waiver wire if you really needed it.
0: I was into Everett back in the day. Uh, I drafted Mm -hmm. Higby initially, had him on my practice squad, and he was losing a lot of touches to Everett. All of this was like three years ago. Uh, Interest that I had in Everett has kind of dissipated over that three years. You nailed it. It's a, you can get that production off the wire. If you had to cut any of those four guys, I would cut him any format. 10-man, 12-man, half and full PPR. That's your guy. Biggity bang. Dump him. God. I agree. Deposit him in the nearest bin. I like to throw you off on these,
1: and I like to throw in bonus player. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. I don't want you to be all prepped for this. Oh. Concert your pop quiz. All right. Let's all do right. it here's the one I did allude to this a little bit uh, earlier when we talked on the phone, but Chris Carson here, here's my situation. Um, I don't have a guy on my bench that I feel like I can cut in my dynasty. On my IR spots, I have Chris Carson and Derek Henry. Um, and I'm currently carrying three defenses in that league as well. Wow. Well, well, Actually, let's go through that scenario because some some teams might be facing this right
0: now, okay? Yeah, cuz I think you could get that down to 2, you only got 2 weeks left. That's so you, true. You really only need two matchups. So help me make this decision because I'm struggling on <clears throat> which
1: one of these ones I like more, okay? So, I've had Buffalo all year. Uh next week they play at New England and I'm not going to play Buffalo there. Yeah, I wouldn't. Right? For the championship, if I make it, they play Atlanta. Keep in Buffalo for that one. Would you rather play the Dolphins' defense at New Orleans next week, or would you play Kansas City at home versus Pittsburgh next week?
0: Both of those defenses have been really hot. So uh, before nope. you even finished, I was going to say play Miami, and then you said Kansas City. Uh, nope. Man, that's got potential. I don't know. I could see the Steelers getting a little sneaky and yeah, New Orleans is kind of a dumpster fire. That's, that's the debate that I can't figure out yet.
1: I'm I'm literally sitting here like looking at this and I've had these, both these defenses for a while. And the other thing I'm thinking right now is like, well, we talked about it, even though these, this is not an individual player. Do I like Kansas city's defense? If they don't have Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelce on the other side,
0: like are they going to get worn out uh, yeah you know a lot of debate there so i will
1: i can make that decision and because of this tuesday night football uh, i have one more day to make this decision
0: yeah the waiver's not clear until thursday now it's really effing with me
1: i can second guess myself for a whole 24 more hours (laughs) so if i can't make the decision then i'm in a spot right now where i could potentially take Chris Godwin put him on IR and bring Chris Carson off and consider cutting Chris Carson.
0: How old is uh, he?
1: I believe he's going to be 29 next year. Oof, and a neck fusion? Yeah. I mean, fusion can sound good or bad because, you know, it sounds cool.
0: Jazz fusion's <clears throat> kind of cool, but neck fusion's kind of lame. I don't know. I honestly put those two neck and neck. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly,
1: after I said it, I realized jazz jazz fusion might be more painful. Play play this game with me if you will, because we've got some time this week. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my options of players to cut to replace Chris Godwin's production. Okay. All right. Can I cut Rashad Penny? No, absolutely not. Can I cut Donta Foreman?
0: I don't think he can right now.
1: He got 22 carries and 108 yards last week. Yeah, no. Uh, can I cut Cortland Sutton? <sighs> I, I don't think you can yet. No. Now, now, in a redraft league, you should have cut him about eight or nine weeks
0: ago. Right. but In, in a 10-man dynasty, there, there's still, like I said, that magical word, potential, um, uh, it's still there. It wears I, off after about three, four years, but he's still got a little bit of that magic dust on him.
1: I truly believe that there's just such good talent. It's the quarterback and the offensive coordinator. Okay, I have Tony Pollard. I cannot cut Tony Pollard. You. I have Dak Prescott. I can't t- cut Dak Prescott. Oh, sir. I have Michael Pittman Jr. I cannot cut Michael Pittman. Oh. I have. I have Noah Fant. Can't cut Noah Fant. Uh uh-uh. uh And then I have one of my favorite stashes. A. A player on our short long and gone from a few weeks back, Khalil Herbert.
0: Ah. Uh, and I'm holding on to Khalil. I would um, say yes.
1: So uh really I look at it, I either cut Chris Carson or I make a decision on one of these defenses by tonight and make the call. I think I gotta go defense. I think I think Carson's <sighs> twenty eight yeah. next year. Because, I mean he's got he's gonna have one less vertebrae to break. That's true. Right? Just like a super powerful vertebrae now, really.
0: Yeah, it's like get new new part put in your car. It's yeah. Like now, now it should be better.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like this f- is
0: this is like this is an upgraded vertebrae.
1: Well, th- there's a there's a full short long and gone roster for you. I don't, I don't know if you what kind of fuel you're putting in the uh, the jet this week, but uh, hopefully it's. It's not too watered down and and not running properly like the players were about to cover here. This is like uh, a cheap, a cheap flight this week, I guess. Yeah, this is the plane that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: We ain't got peanuts. Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. There's there's no overhead luggage in this this plane at all. (laughs) Right.
0: Um, You're probably sitting on your fucking suitcase. Right.
1: Right, where they just, they just hand everyone an anti anxiety pill just before takeoff, just because. <laughs>
0: right, I hope you blazed up before takeoff because yeah. your driver smells like bourbon. Mm-hmm. We're about to depart. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle your seatbelts. We're about to go around the world. Um,
1: we, of course, are talking about players that have been placed on the injured reserve list.
0: Ah, uh, damn.
1: Some of these guys are are starters, and so we're just going to mention everyone's name like we did at
0: the free agents.
1: Let's just go down each player, and we'll start the quarterback position. We'll start off with Sam Darnold in Carolina.
0: I'll say exactly what I said when we uh, ran over him before. Um, Even though he's younger than you would think, I done seen it. And Mm -hmm. uh, no, I'm good there. Me too.
1: I don't care where he goes. I'll tell you this. He's not the starter wherever he goes.
0: No, I think we've moved into backup territory. He's a guy that's had starting experience. Um, The exact kind of guy teams look for to put in the backup position.
1: Yep, yep, I agree. Uh, Joshua Dobbs from Pittsburgh.
0: He's not a starter. No, um, I do like him as a competent backup, but uh, fantasy-wise, I have no interest.
1: Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, he'll be 40 next year. And he's on IR with a hip injury. Just feels like such an old person injury to begin with. NFL quarterbacks can't wear life alert necklaces. <coughs> then here's a, a player we've we've covered um, already tonight. Daniel Jones is on IR with a neck issue. Um,
0: yeah. yeah, I'm I'm hanging on to him with his age. He's still, like I said, he's still covered in a little bit of that magic dust of potential.
1: There's a player by the name of A.J. McCarron for Atlanta you're not know, going to be interested in. And then a player I've legit never heard of before, uh, which is rare. Uh, I've never heard of Nathan Stanley from Minnesota.
0: Wow, you got me with that one as well.
1: Here's my favorite thing on my list of reasons why he's on IR. It says, undisclosed. <laughs> um,
0: Oh man, that's so wide open to interpretation
1: He speaks by interest I'm gonna, we have to We have to dive Let's let's take
0: a deep dive Yeah, what happened to to this fucking guy?
1: Nathan Stanley
0: Undisclosed generally leads me to think It's something related to the testicles
1: Uh, Yeah, like he's got a bad case of uh, The uh, old K2 Yeah, good lord yeah. The old, the old grapefruit balls. <laughs> he's really I cannot find It ain't disclosed,
0: man. <laughs> it just says he was waived. Government doesn't a... want you to know why he's on IR, man. It's conspiracy well, fucking can... Bilderbergs and let's let's speculate. Let's oh make reckless speculation? I love
1: yeah. it. Let's yeah. do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a case of tender nipple. <laughs> um, that his, his shoulder pads have just rubbed his nipples raw. And he's just got a bad case of tender nipple.
0: I, I told you, I think it's a case of gigantically swollen balls. And it's it's a situation where it's just too embarrassing. And the, the team is like, you know what? Let's just write undisclosed there. We don't have to tell everybody that your giant swollen balls are why you can't play football. Uh, we have Jameis
1: Winston also a free agent quarterback we've touched on him earlier um previous previous episodes what's interesting is we was in tampa bay he put up so many fantasy points because he threw for so many yards and so many touchdowns that his interceptions didn't really matter and then he went to new orleans and he threw for so little yards that he had to have touchdowns but he didn't really throw any interceptions so if you bring in Jameis winston and you split the difference he's a uh He's a Teddy Bridgewater level quarterback.
0: Well, and I think we mentioned it a couple of years ago, but mm-hmm. and, and maybe now the kind of time frame, the magic time wheel has lined up. I think the comp for him is Ben. Yeah, yeah. He's I meant- big. He's got a big arm. He wasn't afraid to throw downfield. Uh, Making a mistake, you know, he would go back out and go right back to it. I think he would be a really comparable fit in Pittsburgh I wouldn't be mad if my team signed him but yep. uh fantasy wise um no yeah I guess that's that's the the
1: benefit of having the IR spot is you get all off season like in our league we do our uh draft right after the NFL draft so we'll know where Winston's going to be and we'll know if a rookie quarterback has been drafted for that team so uh Winston as a starter let's say he goes to Pittsburgh next year um yeah i probably want to figure out a way to keep him on my roster just to see him play a little bit so that actually concludes our quarterbacks on ir segment um we're going to move into the running backs it's a, a longer list but probably uh similar not a ton of names that uh, we have to think about too much so let's start this list uh giovanni bernard um i don't think you feel good about starting him this year um He's he's not
0: on my roster anywhere. No, he's a good serviceable real life back, yeah. but uh fantasy wise, two hit and miss. Um no, I probably can't even justify using an IR spot on him right now. No. Um
1: Malcolm Brown. He's just too too old to been everywhere sort of guy for me. I'm not putting yeah. him on
0: my roster. No real interest in uh, in wasting an IR spot.
1: Uh, I'm going to skip some names here because if I remember...
0: Yeah, please do. Uh,
1: Chris Carson. We've discussed him. 27.
0: You know... uh, If you can stash him, I would say stash him.
1: Here's a big name. J.K. Dobbins.
0: Um, Yeah, that's a no-brainer.
1: Literally tore his ACL week one of preseason. He should be back and ready to go by uh, next year. Um, and, And clearly unless they want to bring another running back out of retirement,
0: he's uh <laughs> he's gonna be the guy. Well I think Frank Gore is done with the boxing now. So uh <laughs> he may be available for uh three yards in a cloud of dust.
1: Yeah, that's that's about that about sums up his boxing career. Kenyon Drake, uh, you know, he was I believe twenty eight or twenty nine going into that injury, so yeah. Um, he's, I haven't had any
0: real interest in him in about three years. Yeah, same. It was minimal at the time. Um, yeah, not burning IR spot on him.
1: No. Gus Edwards. Uh, That's more yeah. interesting. Did Edwards, they both have ACLs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here's a huge name uh, Travis Entian. I can't say his name. I know he's on the list. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You just made. That is a really interesting guy to me. Of course, you're going to hold on to him. Of course, you got to see what he does. But uh, I questioned the pick when it was made in the
0: first place. Well, and it's Urban Meyer there. Right. And right. I did not realize they were starting to convert him to wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Of course. They um, yeah, because they were planning on taking a wide receiver there. And apparently when Tony was gone, they didn't have a plan B. So they just took him and then uh Urban Meyer's genius plan was gonna to be to turn him into a whiteout since yeah. they wanted one and the one they wanted wasn't there.
1: Yeah, so why not just draft the guy that you want to convert in the first round? That seemed like a solid smart move. That,
0: and the that's the move of a guy who would not be employed in a few months. I will say it's Urban Meyer's best draft
1: ever though. <laughs> Next guy on this list is a guy named Durrington Evans. He's the third down running back for the Titans. I feel like, you know, backed up Derrick Henry had value. I think this year they've probably discovered a b- b- different backup for him. I, c- I would probably let him walk. Um, And the next guy on the list is Derrick Henry, which
0: you yeah, should. Yeah, that's cut. a no brainer. Yeah, yeah
1: justice hill from baltimore tore his achilles no
0: I, no he only really had value because of the two previous injuries before him that uh, would have given him playing time that he would not normally have had and even if he recovers to 100 percent um he, there's no touches there
1: yeah as as advanced as modern medicine has become um the achilles,
0: achilles.
1: Yeah, yeah the the achilles injury for a running back is not not a good we've got jerk mckinnon on this list i think that's uh who cares i hate to say it he had a lot of potential um raheem Mostert we've talked a lot about he's going to be 30, 30 um and he's so often injured
0: oh yeah he's you know shown some breakaway speed when he's healthy but that is so so seldom.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, right now, we have Trey Sermon on the IR. I did surprisingly read today that he's actually um, that they took him off the IR. Like oh. he's uh, he could return, which would be interesting. Uh, he's a huge question mark. We've covered him on the show before. Um, yeah, of course you got hold on Trey Sermon, and I hate to say it, but Rashad Penny, Trey Sermon. I hope they don't. Ha- I hope he doesn't have the same fate that it takes him year four to get the opportunity and finally starts to do something, but, uh, I, I will hold on to Trey Sermon until I absolutely can't hold on to Trey Sermon.
0: Agreed. I've got, uh, I believe 50% stock in him as well. Um, what, <laughs> one, one of those things where, um, when you're drafting, you know, sometimes you don't get your preferred guy and sometimes that's, that's good because I was really uh, preferring him over Carter, and uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's uh oof, yeah. But I'm I'm gonna hang on to him uh, till the bitter damn end.
1: Yep, yep. Um, we're about to go into the tight ends, but I, I want to give the uh, the listeners a, a a update and yourself an update on on the situation here in your fantasy matchup. Ah. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, it is you're, – uh, you're winning still by nine.
0: Uh, not only in the nasty, but as I bounce over to Big 12, uh, it's looking like I'm holding an 18-point lead. That's looking pretty good. And over in Big 10 Dynasty football, well, Higby didn't play, and it's a damn good thing he did because in a full PPR – I only won by four point eight. Dang. Yeah. Dang. I think Higby could have gotten four point nine. Yeah.
1: Wow.
0: So well, be three catches for twenty yards. Barring
1: like a uh, a last second uh, eighty yard touchdown here from uh, Russell Wilson
0: that doesn't go to DK Metcalf because right. that would uh, actually. Give me more points. I <laughs> would increase my lead. All right. Well, let's let's move into the,
1: the tight ends here. This is kind of fun to do a podcast while watching a, a fantasy football playoff unfold.
0: Yeah, because that's uh, totally nothing we'd ever accounted for on Tuesday. No, no, no. It makes,
1: makes me feel like the week is... But
0: it does it, feel good. I've got a strong whiskey. The pilot said I could smoke whatever the fuck I want on the plane. That's true. I just won three... Fantasy leagues, nice, solid. <laughs> With my Jedi damn powers, I well made done. it happen. Oh god! And a cat just jumped onto me out of fucking nowhere. Didn't see that one coming. I didn't. It's been a yeah, and an into the mic, beautiful. Thank you, Mister Pants. It has been a night full of surprises.
1: <laughs> uh, here's some. Here's our tight ends on IR. Uh, Dan Arnold. God that. I liked him in Jacksonville. We've we've covered him before. I I don't know if I like anyone in Jack. I don't know what's going to happen in Jacksonville next year.
0: I don't think ownership makes good decisions. No. So it's like uh, I don't have any faith that that ship gets righted right. and that uh, somebody competent gets put in place. Um,
1: I will say this, Trevor. The one thing we know for sure is that Trevor Lawrence is going to be there. And uh, Trevor Lawrence definitely liked Dan Arnold. So you know, if I if I could, I I'd, <clears throat> I'd hang on to him um, just see what happens next year. But
0: he's got age. Um, we're from Wisconsin, so yeah. he's a feel good story. Everybody yes. around here likes him. I've seen him picked up in at least 75% of my dynasties. I believe he's been cutting all of them now. Mm-hmm. But that tells you he's got wire availability. If yep. you're eliminated from the playoffs, you don't need to be housing guys on IR for no good reason. Yeah, maybe he's a guy you take a run at, especially what? if you're if you're razor thin at tight end. Right,
1: Eric Ebron's on IR. I don't think you care.
0: No, he's, and a free he's agent as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's nothing, not nothing special. Big name, gotta have him next year. Probably a top ten fantasy tight end, TJ Hawkinson. Um, he's someone obviously you gotta hold on to. You're yep. gonna have to, you're gonna have to make a cut uh, in the off season to keep him on your roster, but you have to keep him on your roster. Yeah, Blake Jarwin,
0: no, I've seen him picked up in twenty five percent of my dynasties. Somebody doing that exact thing. He's uh, got enough potential, I guess. I'd rather take Arnold, honestly. Yeah. Like Jarwin's like
1: the name of uh, an actor who only does Shakespeare films.
0: I think he's uh, your server at Applebee's. <laughs> he, he could hey guys, squat. what's up? I'm Blake. I'll be your server. We got uh, jalapeno poppers on special tonight. Freezy blender drinks, you know? If you guys don't mind, uh, I'm just going to leave the check because I've got to go.
1: I'm doing casting for Midsummer's Night Night's <laughs> Dream.
0: Yeah, I got to run. I'll let you settle up with Julie up front. I want to <laughs> say thank you guys for stopping in. <laughs> That's a limited fake Blake Jarwin right there.
1: There'll there'll be no more Blake Jarwin coverage for at least 365 (laughs) days. Uh, Irv Smith, I think he's my favorite sleeper candidate for next year at tight end. Uh, So high on that guy coming into it. Um,
0: Yeah, yeah. definitely worth keeping on IR. Yeah, For sure. Uh, Logan
1: Thomas, we've discussed. He's just age... Coming off the injury team, all of it, not a guy that we're we're interested in holding on to. Although people will just remember his name for one good season, but it was one good season. Uh, Robert Tanyan, we've discussed. Neither of us are interested in a a tight end from Green Bay with two good games on his resume at the A.G.S. Act, coming off a torn ACL. And uh, the last one, I, I think we wouldn't have talked about except he had. S- like three tremendous games going into this. Um, His injury was Max Williams from Arizona.
0: Bert stays. Uh, I I don't think there's, I mean, if Max stays there, it's as a backup.
1: Right. Well, I guess I say this, if you're going to have a Williams, you might as well have the Max Williams.
0: Yeah. With two
1: X. Yeah. That's big. Well, then we'll move on to our last group of, of players here. And that's the wide receiver position. Um, again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop through names that aren't relevant because uh, it's a long list. Um, first guy I see on this list is A.J. Brown. Big name. I don't know what the, how I feel about A.J. Brown. He had such a big year last year. He's productive when he's on the field, but it's, the guy seems just always to be hurt. Now, obviously, you're going to keep him, but do you trust him? We got uh, DJ Shark. You know, there's going to be so many changes next year, um, you know, on on that team. Uh, be interesting to see. I, I'm I'm holding on to DJ Shark. I, I don't love him, but I I am holding on to him because he did have a, a pretty tremendous uh, season to not this year, but the year before. And and what's his competition there? I mean, Marvin Jones, Leviscus Chenault.
0: Um, oh. yeah,
1: right. Um. Randall Cobb, he's, he's getting up there in age. And if he's not in Green Bay as a slot wide receiver, I don't he's care. He's got
0: absolutely zero value if that's not the case. Yeah.
1: He has to have everything fall in place for him to be a number five wide receiver. <laughs> you know, um, Corey Davis really came in a really strong preseason, started out the year looking pretty good, kind of sputtered out there, uh, then got hurt. He would be a guy right on the edge for me of trying to keep or not. Like, uh, let me ask this. Corey Davis or Chris Carson?
0: How old's Davis? He's got to be way younger. I, I think, uh, off he's the age 26, difference.
1: uh, a 26 year old wide receiver has a lot more longer term value than a 27 year old running back with a fused neck.
0: I agree completely.
1: Uh, might i also say ron um congratulations
0: yeah i just jedi'd my way to uh three fucking wins
1: yeah the uh, uh
0: i had montgomery going for me in one league against me in another facing brady while owning mike evans in two leagues it was uh it was absolute jedi mastery on my part um
1: let's <sighs> keep one on this list we got will fuller on ir i'm i'm done with the will fuller
0: Oh, I was never in.
1: Yeah, me either. I, I. Anytime he was good, he just pulled the hammy, and then he's just always injured.
0: I got some rules I live by, man. I don't <laughs> trust a guy in a tunic. I don't take anybody with a hyphenated name. I stay the hell out of Jacksonville, and I don't take players with numerals. Right. Agreed. Um,
1: We've got uh, K.J. Hamler. He'll be fourth wide receiver in denver he's a speedster with a a acl so i'm not gonna i'm not interested in him here's a guy that you uh that you've got to keep but i'm concerned about him long term um i wouldn't trade for him get your opinion on how do you feel about deandre hopkins
0: um what's he 29 i think he's starting to reach that age where a wide receiver Uh, uh, You know, they've already hit the plateau. So the next geographical feature after the plateau is the cliff. And for me, I I like his talent and I would like to have him and squeeze out the last bit of juice from Mm -hmm. uh, from his career. But what he's going to cost you to get off of somebody, I'll never be able to pull the trigger on that. If I can get him dirt cheap, I'm all in. But uh nobody's gonna give him up dirt cheap. Um how many uh one hundred
1: yard receiving games do you think DeAndre Hopkins had this year? This year? Two, three? None. Zero. Yeah,
0: Zero. So that's, that's two or three less than I guessed.
1: Yep. His his highest catch total was seven. His highest yardage was eighty seven on the season. Damn. Um, so
0: And they've really performed pretty well with or without it
1: except last week he went on ir last week and they got slaughtered by detroit well,
0: now, that's you, the key they just have to have him on the active roster he doesn't have to yeah, play he just can't true. be on ir it's true i mean it's logic i did my own research
1: that's a that's a team that looked very good three weeks ago and is very questionable right now uh, we've got Muhammad Sanu, which we're probably not interested
0: in. Oh, I've been interested in him in like, uh, eight years.
1: Here's a, here's a player that I don't know if we'll see on the field ever again. Uh, Sterling Shepherd. He, he tore the Achilles.
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's another speed guy, wasn't he? Yeah. And,
1: and uh, you know, <sighs> yeah, I think, I think that might be the end of, he was not really super startable anyways, and now he's. Doesn't have his Achilles. Kind of- uh, Juju,
0: we've discussed him before. I believe you called a uh, a Jedi turncoat moment going to oh, Cleveland. Yeah. That's right. He and I, I want to say that he stays in Pittsburgh on a sweetheart deal. But the more I think about it, the more I think they offer him an offensive deal. And he does turn to the dark side. I think you're right. Um, last I time think on our you're list. right. I think you're right about me being right. That's I agree with you thinking that I'm right about you being right. Well, great. Everything's yeah, all right. Well, I'll drink to that. I believe we just pulled
1: off in the industry what they call a Juju Smith Schuster moment.
0: <laughs> yeah, the quadruple back pat. Mm-hmm. Is that what that's called? From I believe on, so. That's a that's a Juju Smith Schuster. <laughs> um last name on our
1: list is Robert Woods, I would like look at fantasy football and I'd see he'd be like a top 15 player and I'd be like, that's not true.
0: Hey, I still can't. know. like those yeah. are those are damn dirty lies. Right. I don't know what you did with those numbers and your fucking witchcraft, but right. they're not real. Right.
1: No, no. He had six end arounds for 93 yards in that game.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, the, this but that's is like not the...
1: sustainable. No, he's <laughs> done that four weeks in a row. Yeah, well, I still don't want him. He's the guy on Monday night where you go in, you're you're up eleven and you're like, Oh, it's fine, he's got Robert Woods and you're like, How did I lose? by right, seventeen. Got... Oh. <laughs> <Right. laughs> you just like he just goes off.
0: Garbage um, time down the seam.
1: So of course you gotta hold on to him, but uh if if you're like myself, you don't have to hold on to him because he's just not on your list of players to own.
0: Yeah, he. I never bought into him, and now he's going to be twenty nine or thirty, coming back off an injury. And uh, Van Jefferson is he? He ain't setting the world on fire, but um, I don't think he's seeding any touches back to Robert Woods anytime soon. And if they plan on keeping Beckham, uh, that pretty much renders him useless. Yep. I thought we could have
1: a little bit of fun here to uh, end our end this week. Um thought it'd be kind of fitting to look at trades that happened this year. Uh, big one that just affected your uh, your game okay you just you just won, and the fellow that you won against um kind of bet the farm on uh, going all in and basically giving up next year's draft to try to yeah. win this game. Right. Yeah,
0: and I messaged you that uh, what was it Sunday night, mm-hmm. and said, "Hey, we're we're about to we're about to see if that bet pays off right here." Mm-hmm. Um, he mortgaged next year's draft to get his hands on David Montgomery,
1: David Montgomery and T Higgins, um, and, and let's just let's just have some fun and let's go in and and see uh, what that did for him.
0: So yeah, yeah, let's dissect this a little bit.
1: Those two players combined this week for him, for a total of, wow, 11 points. T. Higgins and David Montgomery combined for 11 points. So I kind of want to see, knowing what he's been playing all year, uh, now, you guys, he just lost to you by 14 points, okay? So he would have had to play Marquise Brown, over T Higgins, and that would have scored him six more points. Um, and then he really he would have had to play Matt Breida. Yeah. He gave up picks and Evan Ingram and, and Bolden, so no one that he would have played, so right, right. It, so I guess what we're saying is it wouldn't have mattered, right? But because because it wouldn't have mattered. He gave up a first and a third. Um, I don't look at. I don't look at David Montgomery as a giant stud going into next year. Uh, He's He's definitely a viable player. Yeah, he's a starter, but well, I uh, I was worried about it. (laughs) Yeah, well, here's an interesting fact for you. Um, David Montgomery, he has uh, only scored one touchdown since week four. Wow. So. You can't win on yardage alone. Um, So, you know, you you roll the dice, you got to go for it. But I guess I'm saying, too, like his option was to start Matt Breida. Now, here's the other thing. He owns Leonard Fournette. So going into next week, he would have been totally screwed anyways.
0: Like he'd be playing Breida.
1: Yeah, he'd be playing Breida anyways.
0: Um, That's tough.
1: There's only there's actually only four trades During the season in this league this year um, Yeah, I, I
0: love this League, man
1: I gave up uh, I love this league I gave up right. Beckham and Tyler Higby To get Melvin Gordon Pretty excited about that going into the playoffs I'd much rather have Gordon than Either of those guys um,
0: Yeah, yeah, completely Melvin, Melvin Gordon, Gordon was, on the is, cheap, man Yeah,
1: that was very cheap Um okay. <sighs> This
0: this feels really good.
1: Um I gave away Mike Gesecki and Tyson Williams early in the season for and As uh,
0: much as I like Gesecki physically, I'm okay on dealing him. I mean, it's he's a lottery ticket. He's showing yeah. a lot of potential, but I am totally okay letting somebody else scratch that fucking ticket. Yep. Um, I ended
1: up uh flipping Gasecki and Tyson Williams for Tyler Higbee and Miles Sanders.
0: Who you then turn around and traded uh <sighs> actually Higbee?
1: this is kind of fun. We should go we should go backwards on this. We should okay? just
0: follow fucking Tyler Higbee and see what no. he's done in this league.
1: This is fun. I, I actually didn't realize this. Um I turned Robbie Anderson and Marquise Brown into Miles Sanders and Melvin Gordon.
0: Okay. That's that's fancy.
1: So Robbie, I trade away Robbie Anderson and Marquise Brown for Mike Gusecki, Jameson Crowder, and Odell Beckham Jr.
0: Hmm.
1: In September. Nice. In October, I trade away Gusecki and Tyson Williams for Higby and Sanders. And in November, I trade away Beckham Jr. and Tyler Higby for Melvin Gordon.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: So uh, yeah, and I don't feel bad about not owning Odell or going into next year. Not owning Robbie Anderson, Marquise Brown, Odell Beckham Jr., or Tyler Higby, I'm fine
0: with. No, um, they would just be eating up a roster spot because you couldn't cut him.
1: Uh Gasecki is a guy I would not mind owning, but uh, I need I need the running back so. I, I sorry that's probably not relevant to many people out there, but that's it was
0: kind of fun to see some trade history in our league because uh just tracking the movement and seeing what yeah. you can do with value. It's right. I what I honestly and I thought about this last week and I may just have to see if I can do it. I turned Reggie Bush into some ridiculous shit. Yeah. Um got him off the wire before he had that little resurgence in Miami. And I wound up trading him for a couple of guys and I got one of those guys. I ended up flipping them. There was picks in the deal. I turned, uh, then I turned around and turned one of the picks into two more picks. Like I turned Reggie Bush into like nine people. That's crazy. Yeah. And I got him for free off the wire because you bailed on him just a little bit early. Yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. Like, I think he might have even played a, a piece in that uh, Peyton Manning trade.
1: Oh, the Peyton Manning trade.
0: That, that's a great trade. We might have to get into that in the offseason. That'd be a nice oh, one to track.
1: I miss those years. Yeah. That was good times.
0: Yeah, um, when uh, I trade you Garcon and Peyton Manning and it wins you a title.
1: Yeah. God, that's crazy. Garcon. I forgot yeah. about Garcon.
0: Yeah, Garcon. Like a hundred and four fucking receptions with the Washington racial slurs because they just fucking dump it to him at two yards a crack. Man.
1: Uh next week's segment, here's something I think we could look at. Uh we have it in our league. Um, it's the protected player list. And it might and we have to make that decision. Um, in the offseason on players, uh, we've got a batch of players that you well, either got to call great. up or cut. So uh, next week, let's look at the uh, players coming off the protected
0: list. Yeah, let's literally run down exactly who we've got mm-hmm. and and see what you do at that yep. point. You know, some people have a protected list. Some have a practice squad. I've heard it called a taxi squad. What it comes down to is drafting a young player and having them with some sort of roster exemption, which doesn't count against you for a certain period of time. In our league, that is a two-year protected span. Once they are brought up, they are removed from the list, no longer eligible to uh, uh, be roster exempt. And uh, uh, it leads to some interesting decisions. Right. Uh, We'll be discussing things like, will Cam Akers
1: heal from his injury? Will Henry Ruggs catch fire?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Too soon!